Hello and welcome to this week's show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are here to bring you an exciting show from Green Wisdom Health called The Magic of Weight Loss. And uh, so many people are trying to lose weight this time of year. And Dr. Lewis is going to give us a few magical tips about how (laughs) to do that. And we also are very excited about our new segment we're adding to our show uh, where we have people ask us questions and give them the answers with products that they can use. I know some of you guys are shy out there and don't want to talk to us. I can't imagine why, but um, sometimes people just want to hear somebody else has the same problem and what they did about it. So uh, we went on to shooting straight with Dr. Lewis, his Facebook uh, page, closed group, which if uh, you'd like to be a member of that, just uh, shoot him a uh a, uh, I guess it's a invitation to the page on Facebook, and uh, he will accept you, or he answers questions and and gives great wisdom. Uh, he's the king of his page. So um, <laughs> anyway, we've had some great questions come up with uh, answers of things that people would like to hear. So hang on to your hat for that segment. And right now, Dr. Lewis, let's get started with some magic about weight loss. Well, you know, when Janet was introducing that, she says, you know, what to do and what to take. Uh, you know, the key term in that is do. And there's so many people that are just searching the Internet and they're getting more and more information and getting more confused. Uh, there's, you know, unfortunately, a lot fewer people that are actually doing. It's the action that makes for success. You know, faith without works is dead. Works being the action step. So, you know, I always tell people weight loss is simple, but it's not easy because when I say simple, people bow up like, well, I've tried this and I've tried that and I've tried this and I've tried that. Quit dieting. Go find you a diet book that you like. And all diet books, almost all of them will will say the same thing. And it's what we're going to say today. Just give up processed foods and start eating real foods. And I think Janet, I, I wrote her a list of things that... She's going to talk about uh, what we eat. Uh, but there's so many things. I'm going to throw out a very quick list of things you can do uh, to lose weight. Decrease carbs, increase high fiber. Fish oil and krill can help. Turmeric and ginger and several other herbs can help. Increasing your vitamin D so your body's metabolism goes way up. You can sleep more. That'll help. Intermittent fasting. You can increase your water. Eliminate fructose. And I know this is going to go against a lot of people and make your hair stand up on end. But, yes, you got to give up most fruits. Very few fruits are low in fructose. You know, lemons and limes are pretty much the best thing you can do. Cantaloupe and strawberries are decent. But one lady says, she bowed up her fist and says, but I don't believe you, you know, getting off fruit because God made fruit. And this lady was getting bigger all the time. And I said, well, your A1C and your insulin resistance is really high. And I said, well, I know God made it, but he made uh, arsenic and cyanide and uranium, too. But you shouldn't put them in your body. If you're not swinging 20 hours a day like a monkey, you shouldn't eat that many fruits. But also, fruit was supposed to be seasonal. And now we ship it in from everywhere. So that's why it's so readily available, correct? Uh, that's that's really true. You know, back in the old days, back when I was a kid, I'm not that old. But, you know, when the pears came in, you know, everybody would, you know, make pear preserves. And we'd eat pears like crazy. And that would make us, uh, hmm, that's kind of like a spring cleaning, only it was in the fall. Because it would make us clean out. Uh, same thing with apples. But East Texas doesn't grow good apples. But, yeah, it was more seasonal. Um, 
other things you can, and they're sweeter than they used to be because we've hybridized them and, and genetically modified them, which is not good. Uh, other things you can do that can help with weight loss is apple cider vinegar. Check your insulin resistance. That's why we do insulin on the labs to see how high it is. Uh, CLA, conjugated linolenic acid. Uh, avoid artificial sweeteners like crazy. And I just don't understand these people that are overweight. And I tell them, you've got to quit the artificial sweeteners. If it's a sucralose or aspartame, you need to get in the next county. It is poisonous, toxic, causes dementia and all kinds of brain and neurological problems. And it tricks your brain into putting that down four times more fat than plain sugar. And plain sugar is not good for you. So if it says sucralose, you know, all these great people say, but I'm doing this healthy drink, this powder, because I got it off Internet. Well, it's got sucralose in it. How smart is that? Now, stay away from it. Uh I'm more of a fan of the high-fat keto diet, but uh, some people aren't. And we treat a jillion vegans, and, you know, they can be healthy, too, with a little help. Nuts. And Janet's looking at me funny, like, what do you mean by nuts? Well, they're they're good in uh, fat. I usually eat a handful of walnuts when I get home. And reduce your food intake. Janet and I, actually, we had a guy buy our lunch yesterday. We knew he was going to buy our lunch, but we ordered one meal and we shared it. And we were plenty full, just eating half as much as we normally would. So that's that's kind of the short list of losing weight. I think it's very interesting about uh, what the top nine foods eaten by Americans are. They're whole cow's milk, white bread, refined sugar, 2% milk, white flour, sodas, primarily colas, processed American cheese, white rolls, and ground beef. And, you know, if you eat some of these every day, I can tell you that uh, it, it it seems like whenever you uh, your trains don't move through the tunnels like they're supposed to, you start craving more of this kind of thing. And when you eat this kind of thing, that the trains move even less frequently, and then you get really bad depressed, mental fog, and feel really bad. Which means growing too much yeast in there. Right. And um, I think we did uh, Mexican food a couple of times because we were depressed because it was so cold and it was iced here. And it was like, let's eat some Mexican food because that's what you do. You want some comfort food. And we did that a couple of days. They're real close together, and it's like... Man, you just really don't feel good after that. And, Isn't that and kind of racist talking about Hispanic food? I'm sorry. I'm I'm meaning food that has a bunch of this in it. How's how's that? Some of those, maybe seven of those nine things. Well, one of the one of the things you should do to lose weight is to relax and quit being offended by everything and have a sense of humor. It's incredibly important to have a sense of humor because it releases chemicals like endorphins and encephalins that uh, satisfy you more than a plate full of bluebell ice cream. And I love that. Yeah, but that it just stays with you so much longer than just that one meal. <laughs> I mean, all of the emotional stuff that goes with it it's just amazing if you will clean up what you're eating how much better mentally you you think and yeah how much better your trains move go go ahead with that's part of weight loss so you know I, i've got probably the prettiest wife in the world and she's famous people say you know i had a bowel movement this morning i was thinking about your wife janet and i said well you cannot do that. that that's really okay <laughs> if you don't think about me while you're sitting on the toilet uh it happens all the time but i hear it uh you said go ahead. What do you want to hear? 
I want to hear about how the, do you have a magic pill for weight loss? Because this sounds like you do. No, there's not a magic pill. And and I tell people it's simple, but it's not easy. Um, You know, I'm going to mention Debbie again, my friend out in wherever you live, Midland, Odessa, somewhere out there. She was asking about, uh, you know, this canary seed, and I'm not going to get deep into that. I said, Jesus, you don't need to lose two pounds. What are you asking for? She said, well, I got friends that do. Uh, We've had some... There's been some talks to big entities uh, like hospitals and, and places like that. What if you could lower the people that work there, their cholesterol? What if you could lower their insulin? What if you could lower their body mass index? What if you could lower their chance of heart attack and stroke? How would that affect the insurance rates for those of you who are listening? And, and there have been some talks with big hospitals that are thinking about doing this canary seed. So, you know, if you're into that, just give me a call. Um, I'll get on to the weight loss, but, you know, I lost 14 pounds on it just to prove it worked because I'm not going to sell anything I don't believe in. And, you know, I've maintained it, although I had to go shopping and I hate shopping, but I had to buy a whole bunch of new pants. Um, You know, we talked about shrink portion sizes, and I told you about how Janet and I ate yesterday. Uh, We got a small steak and ate half of it and, you know, baked potato and uh, broccoli. Instead of, you know, and, you know, we we eat very, very little bread, which is one of the best things you can get rid of. Uh, find find a book that you like, a diet book. I've read literally dozens and dozens and dozens. Janet buys me that many books every year, several dozen, so I'm always busy. But uh, find one you like. You know, I like the Atkins Primal Paleo keto uh even the mediterranean and south beach uh there's a book by dr colbert i can do this diet i've heard he's got a keto diet book out i'm gonna have to buy that but it's not that complicated you can overthink it if people say well what about this and what about this and what about it i read this and i read you're overthinking it and you're going to stress yourself out you know geez a lot of people overthink it because the internet makes them think I've got to know this, so I've got to be in control. Don't think you need to do that. It's pretty simple. Uh, so cut your portion sizes down. Well, then i got a question about that because it says that there are three primary groups of nutrients that all people need. And the first one is carbohydrates. So yeah. what is the first thing you think of when somebody tells you you need to eat carbohydrates? I want a baked potato loaded up. Right. Uh, and bread. Yeah, and, you know, there's simple carbohydrates and then there's complex carbohydrates. We had carbohydrates in the uh, broccoli that we had yesterday and the sweet potato. That's complex carbohydrates, and that's the ones you need. You should probably never eat a real white potato. Uh, Bread, I'm not a big fan of grains. The only grain I'm really, really hot about is this canary seed because it is a grain, but it will help all, all that stuff, cholesterol and so Insulin. if it's white, keep it out of sight, right? Unless it's cauliflower or onions. See, I'm picking on all races. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, America needs to chill out. Good Lord, you know, let's talk about the good between us all and what's common and love everybody. And we had people, uh, some of my childhood friends, uh, unfriending our, uh, there's this one person that's kind of a... Uh, trying to think of a polite way to say he's a butthole uh but uh and i said i'm not gonna unfriend him i'm gonna you know practice my christianity and he can have opinions much different than mine and crazy 
But, uh, you know, I still like him. And and we're very politically different, but we get along. That's the point. It's like there's no sense in being all up in arms about such things. So learn to get happy. Um, Just think about fat cells. You don't really get rid of them. They kind of expand, and but the bigger they get, the more they actually have uh, cortisol uh, receptors. They make estrogen. So, men, if you got a belly, you're making estrogen. If you got man boobs, you're making estrogen. And part of that's the environment, but part of it's just fat cells. And you have to be strong. One guy says. Well, I want to lose 200 pounds. He weighed a little over 400. I said, well, it's going to take a long time and a lot of changes. He said, well, I'm not willing to change my 18-pack of beer per day. I said, "You really, you're choosing an 18-pack of beer over getting down on the floor and playing with your child. He says, well, it's the last child I'm going to have because I can no longer have sex. And he was a young man. I said, well, that should be your first hint. Now, I didn't say it'd be quick, and I didn't say it'd be easy, and but he chose beer. And it's like, uh, beer's not that good, but okay. Yeah, it's a grain product, so be careful with that. And the light one is worse. <clears throat> yeah, the lighter it is, the more uh, they they strain it, you're, you're more prone to get the plastics out of it, which is uh, makes you more estrogen dominant. Uh, but as, as I tell you to cut your portion sizes down, don't starve yourself. There's people doing intermittent fasting, and that, that's really okay, but... Uh, I've done plenty of that, but you don't want to completely starve yourself because your body says, whoops, I'm not going to get any more food. Therefore, I have to spare and keep all these calories and deposit it into fat. And that's one of the issues. You know, there's a genotype that, you know, where your genes actually tell your body, I've got to store it as fat because hundreds and thousands of years ago, that's the only people that made it through during times of famine. So if you've got those genetics, you can outsmart them and you can make them uh, exhibit different behaviors. Uh, But think about getting rid of your stress. Uh, One of the most important things you can do is restore your nutrients, and that's what Janet and I kind of specialize in. Um, You know, vitamin C, the omega-3 fatty acids are incredibly important. And again, I do treat a lot of vegans that won't do an animal product, and they're a lot harder to get well. But still, if you want to eat that way, that's great. Uh, Be complex because I don't care if you eat organic, and that's a really good thing to do. You still don't know what's in it, and we're going to address that, I think, on one of the questions. Uh, Magnesium. Even our government says you only get about 40% of what you need out of your diet. And it's like, well, if your government says that, you know it's got to be true. Tongue-in-cheek, wink-wink. Um, And if you're taking drugs, you've got to understand that these drugs will, very necessary at times, but they will also deplete your nutrient store. So if you're on statin drugs, you better be sure you're doing things like magnesium and coenzyme Q10, vitamin D and selenium, things like that. Um, Stay away from the simple carbs like candy and bread. You know, I'm still eating stuff from Halloween and it's late January. Janet's very polite, but I've cut it back tremendously. I'm more of a, I'm more of a, you know, when I'm stressed, I eat. Um, Mediterranean, Atkins, Paleo, Primal, Keto, those are my favorite ways to eat because I think as you get more good fat in, your body begins to burn the fat, and then it burns the fat off of you, and that's what that canary seed is famous for. 
has to be the specific kind. Be careful the stuff you get off the internet because most of it's not what it says. Uh, eat massive amounts of vegetables, and that's the biggest complaint I had many years ago when Atkins came out. Is people would eat their meat and cheese and butter and grease, and I said, well, that's good. You can go into ketosis, but you know you need to eat massive mega doses of non-starchy, low glycemic vegetables. Folks, get um, get familiar with low glycemic foods. That's the easy way. You've got to cut your carbs down to about 50 or 75 per day or less. The more you cut the carbs down, the faster you'll lose weight and go into ketosis. Then, you know, you can exercise. I personally don't like going to the gym, but I'm pretty active. Um, I always do things that kind of challenge my musculoskeletal system. So, you know, stay kind of tuned up, toned up, and exercise. But the reason I don't go to the gym is because I don't enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it and not having fun, then what's the point? And my middle name is FUN, all capital letters. Hmm, that's the truth. Yeah, well, yeah, I got a stinky eye on that one. Um, <clears throat> that's why she loved me uh, or was attracted to the little piece of bad boy I've got in there. And if people would eat more slowly you know it takes a little while for your digestion to send signals to your brain that they're full well if you wolf it down quickly you're going to eat twice as much as if you eat slowly and from what we've seen in europe and we didn't spend but just a few days there um, going in different countries off a cruise but uh, man they'd sit down and laugh and play and have a good time at a glass of wine and they would eat all those breads that we tell you not to but nobody was getting a gluten reaction because either we have too much gluten today or too much glyphosate roundup on our food that they don't have there. Become familiar with what's illegal and banned in other countries that they're still spraying on our crops that's acting like estrogen. So, And we keep talking about estrogens, and you know, a lot of you out there are already eating very well. You know, we hear what you're having, and we're very impressed. By the way, you're really, really trying, and mm-hmm. and great job. So, if there are people that are listening that are doing that, and they're thinking, "Hey, I do all this, but I still can't lose weight," so I really don't know what's wrong. Uh, we always suggest doing lab work so that it takes the guesswork out of what's happening with your health, because there's so many things that can keep you from losing weight that you're not even aware of. And, you know, everybody goes to thyroid. Well, thyroid is a big one, and many times it's not optimal. And like Dr. Lewis was talking about, if they're estrogen dominant, uh, it very much suppresses thyroid function. So that could be an issue. But it could be cortisol. It could be bad digestion. It could be you don't break your foods down. That's almost always true there. Gas, bloating, belching. um, Not true of me because she gives me the enzyme every day. Right. Every lunchtime. People that aren't taking that. Um, it could be your liver is toxic. It could be you have an underlying virus. There's there's so many things that we find that when we correct it with nutrition, the people start dropping weight, and it's just easy for them at that point. So if that's an issue you're facing, you know, go on our website and uh, fill out the health survey because it will uh, guide you toward which lab panel is best for you. And the the main one we always tell people is do the featured lab panels. They all start with GWH for Green Wisdom Health. There's a number in them, and it includes Dr. Lewis's consultation, so you don't have to pay the extra fee at the end for the consultation. 
Uh, that's just something that he provides as a complimentary service to help you find out what's going on with your labs because people don't understand how to read a lab, and that's what we're here for. So, you know, there's no, no reason to, uh, to guess any longer. And I think that we should get to our next segment with the questions because I know people are eagerly awaiting these answers. Yep. Go so, ahead. So uh, we have a few here. And it's like we're on a game show. I know. This is pretty fun. I'm getting all excited and nervous. <laughs> so this one comes from Eddie from Illinois. And he says, hi, Dr. Lewis. I would like to know more about the importance of vegetables, cruciferous vegetables in one's diet. I'm doing a keto diet with intermittent fasting. Proud of you, Eddie. That's really hard to do with the fasting. I don't know if I need to take more supplements to cover what nutrients I'm not getting from my food, or are the supplements I'm taking good enough? And Eddie, uh, just to give a little background, has just recently started on our program, so he's talking about those supplements, I'm assuming, and he's wanting to know if that's enough. Uh, I know there isn't that much nutrients in our veggies to begin with so his question is does he need to add in more cruciferous vegetables Uh, the answer to that is yes Uh, cruciferous vegetables are full of things called indole 3 carbonyl which metabolizes into methane, which that's an estrogen grabber both of them are they grab the uh, environmental estrogens and carry them out which lowers uh, your chances of different types of cancer in a woman, it'd be breast cancer, ovarian, and uterine. In a man, testicular and prostate cancer, it, it lowers that. Um, I think Eddie's doing a good job, and I think he asked some pretty uh, intelligent questions. I like that. It, just the fact that you know there's not that many nutrients in our vegetables uh, makes you smarter than the average bear. So if, for those that are older, that's a Yogi Bear quote. Um yeah, you're you're pretty well co- covered with what you're taking from us. There's the people that get the best results are not the ones that say, "Well, can I just take one or two? I don't want my body to get confused." The people that get great results are people like Eddie that says, "What else can I take that would be beneficial?" So, yes, Eddie, you're you're pretty well covered. If you want to add one or two things, I'm going to talk about it. And there's another question that. If you want to get into the vegetable uh, question, and I'll tell you what Janet and I do for that. What is it? <laughs> what, do, what is it we do for that? Well, uh, we have something, and we've had several different products, but we kind of have a tendency to go organic mm-hmm. as much as we can because of the uh, lack of the pesticides, which is very important. Uh, we do something called deeper greens, which is about as organic as you can get, and it is like, oh, my God, delicious. I mean, it's incredible how good it tastes. That, that uh, really is. It tastes like apple cinnamon. Yeah, and it's got vegetables and fruits in it and, and organic as much as they can get it. The, the kiwi's not organic. But sometimes, you know, you can't if it's wild sourced, you can't certify it as organic even though it's not sprayed. So uh, it has an incredibly high auric value, which is, you know, a big, good buzzword. Uh, so... Yeah, we we do that, and you know, of course, always start with a multi. Deep, deeper greens. That's what that's what he said. That was. Yeah, I'm going off in another rabbit hole, Amanda. <laughs> uh, and we've got one more question here, and then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the flu bug and viruses as well. Um, this is Joe, and Joe has been a patient of ours for a very long time. He's from Michigan, 
He wants to know when the best time to take probiotics are, in the night or the morning. And also, if you're low-carb, do you need to take a prebiotic with your probiotic so it has something to feed on? If so, what's a good one? Joe's very intelligent. We've educated him well, or he's been reading. Uh, he's a good listener, and he sends me emails that make me all teary-eyed about telling me how uh, he bills me up and from Saline, Michigan. Um, used to be from Ypsilanti. Um, I don't know the answer to that. You know, everybody's... When to take the probiotics. Yeah, when to take it. You know, everybody says different. So, well, you got to take it between meals when your stomach acid is low. Well, most people's stomach acid is low anyway. I think they work best at night. I take them before bed. Yeah, I, that's what I tend to do because you don't, you're not getting any nasty stuff in your stomach, assuming you're sleeping. You're not getting chlorinated or fluorinated water. Uh, I think they're better at night, but... Uh, I don't think it's they're that critical. Uh, if they're that fragile, they're probably not going to work anyway. But but people say, don't take it during mealtime because your stomach acid is higher. It's like, well, back in the old days, you got it from the soil off your vegetables and fruits. And, you know, you just naturally got it. And you still had you had higher stomach acid back then, 50, 100 years ago. So I don't think they're that fragile. And I asked this question to a Ph.D. in microbiology one time. I said, well, they say this is fragile, this is fragile, da 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 She got a little brown bottle off the shelf, so it was room temperature. She said, Dr. Lewis, we've been using this same you know, bottle for 30 years. Will you scoop it out, put it on agar play, and then they come to life? She says, yeah, they lose some of its efficacy. It's better to keep it out of sunlight and don't expose them to high heat like ever being in a car, 140 degrees in the summertime. But she said, we've used this for 30 years, and they're still coming to life. So I wouldn't worry about it a whole lot. Just make sure you get a good one, because there's a lot of fake ones out there, according to uh, ex-FDA special investigators. And uh, the prebiotic, that was the other oh. part of this question. What I have to keep him on track, Joe, sorry. Uh, sorry, Amanda, <laughs> there are going on another rabbit trail. <laughs> the prebiotic, <clears throat> you need it with a probiotic. Uh, you know, there's always somebody hawking something special. I think if you're eating enough vegetables, that's enough the soluble and insoluble fiber to take care of the needs of the probiotics. Great. Okay. And then we also wanted to mention, uh, and, and I know other, others of you wrote other questions. We will address all those questions. We just run out of time. Yes, Tricia, we're going to get to that. We're going to do a whole podcast on uh, your question. Yes. Um, <laughs> but we do want to mention because the flu is so rampant right now and the sinus problems, uh, respiratory issues, viruses, there are a couple of products that we have in stock, uh, a limited stock on a, on one of them because yeah. it is so popular. Yeah. Um, but the one for the flu that seems to really work, and especially when you feel like it's coming on or you've got some sort of symptom, is a product called Virucid. It's V, v like viral, I-R-A-C-I-D. And um, we have them in little blister packs where it's got, uh, was it 12? Yeah, 12 pills. pills. In it. 12 and, capsules. And you read the instructions on the back and follow it just like it says. You take one every hour. 
Yeah, and it, it's it's enough stuff that helps boost your immune system, like the vitamin A, C, B12, pantothenic acid, the real good zinc, the absorbable stuff. But then we, it, we've had people say that it has stopped them from progressing. Well, Janet kept me from dying from bronchitis by giving me this, mm-hmm. and then it has those adaptogenic herbs like astragalus and elderberry, which everybody knows, and even the medical profession will recognize that elderberry has immune-boosting properties and it's got echinacea and lysine, and, you know, it, it's really, really good. Um, and I, and we've got that um, in bottles if you need more to just put on hand for your family or if you just, you know, single person and want one little blister pack of it, we sell it that way also. Yeah. Um, the other product that we have for uh, congestion and sinuses is something called Sinatraw that will help dry it up and keep the coughing down to a minimum. So many people go, what do you have for this cough I just can't get rid of? Um, the Sinatrol is a is a good one. It's S-I-N-A-T-R-O-L. So Dr. Liz can mention what's all in that. Yeah, it has N-acetylcysteine or NAC, and, and that, although that's a big cleanser, it also thins the mucus so that when you cough, you can uh, get it out. And it has the andrographis, uh, which is a huge um, adaptogenic herb, and then Thyme and turmeric and elithero root extract, uh, which are, again, adaptogenic herbs to keep your um, your adrenals from getting their rear end kicked. Uh, then you have bromelain, uh, which also will thin the mucus, but it's, it's an enzyme, uh, and it'll kind of break that down. Then it has berberine, which is famous for helping the good bacteria live in your GI tract and killing off some of the bad and then licorice root extract, which is really good for allowing your adrenal glands to be kicked into high gear. The adrenal glands are kind of one of the unsung heroes. you got to pay attention to them. It's kind of like a good woman. You know, they want to be recognized, appreciated, and approved of. And you do that, they bloom into something beautiful. Oh, I'm sorry, I was talking about women, not uh, adrenals. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm off on another rabbit trail. We went from blue to women. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's because we're taking some, I'm taking some testosterone booster, so I can't help it. And yes, man, it's going to be back in stock this next week. If you're looking for Testoplex Plus, which has been a big hit uh, for testosterone, it is coming back in stock. It has been back ordered. Um, I should have it back in our store by next Monday. But we've got men that are just chomping at the bit to get it. And we've got women that are saying, please don't tell my husband we've got it back. <laughs> So don't don't let them listen to this podcast if you just heard it. Just cut the end off. <laughs> Once again, we appreciate you listening to our show. And uh, please, like I said, if you have questions or you have a health topic that you would like us to discuss, uh, go to Dr. Lewis's shootin', and that's no G on the end. We did it on purpose because we're from Texas. Shootin' straight with Dr. Lewis and uh, write on there what you'd like to hear. Yeah. And we appreciate each and every one of you. And Lauren and Tricia, we will get to your uh, question next week. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good one. Okay. Well, uh, we hope you've enjoyed the podcast, and we'll be with you right here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show. <laughs>